Y'all are now tuning into your new favorite podcast, The Rosie Perspective. I'm your host, Rosie. I want y'all to get ready for some laughter, good times, great conversation, new perspective. Of course, we got to throw in some explicit content. Overall, dope vibes. Now let's get into it. Okay. Hey, it's your girl, Rosie. I'm back with another episode of The Rosie Perspective. On today's episode, I have a super special guest. I have Treasure on with me from Treasure Gems. Say hello, yes. Treasure. <laughs> hello, everyone. All right. So Treasure, um, I mean, as we all know, Treasure is uh, Black China's ex-best friend, but I wanted to focus this episode more on Treasure herself because she got a lot going on since the show or before the show, I should say, because I know you said you started a couple years ago, but everybody thinks it's new. But I wanted to dive in uh, before we get started. And if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about Treasure herself that we may not know a little information. Um, Of course. Well, um, uh, a lot of people do not know that uh, I am a serial entrepreneur. I have several different businesses and LLCs. I have sole proprietorships. Uh, my Treasure Gems business is my third business that I actually created, but it's my first one that um, I reached the level of success that I was seeking. I haven't got there fully yet, but continuously pushing it, I was able to um, get to certain levels that I didn't achieve with my first businesses. Um, I also um, am a yoga instructor. I am a certified life coach. I am a mother of three beautiful children. I am, uh, I've been in a relationship with my awesome spouse and life partner for the last seven years. So that is my backbone, my biggest support in all of my business ventures and everything that I do. So um, I just feel as though I am the person to go to with anything that you have going on with your yoni. I call myself the yoniologist and I call myself the yoniologist because um, everything yoni is, is, is where I want to be. I, uh, literally soak myself in information. I am consistently uh, gravitating towards new products that promote uh, feminine wellness. I am really, really, really into creating a holistic approach to actually feminine wellness. And I wanna do more organic products. I want women to stop using so many of the pills and the things that are on the shelves and actually use things that we actually come from the earth, the things that our ancestors was using yeah. and of that sort. So. Um, I'm also an author. A lot of people do not know that I'm an author. I'm a self-published author. My anniversary of my book will actually be coming up uh, the 24th of this month. Okay. So um, we, we're, we're right around the corner with that. So I'm really excited about all of the different things that I have going on. Uh, I have been steaming women's yonis, their vaginas, <laughs> uh, for some time now. That's also another part of my business. So the, the first part of my business that um, I actually really got infatuated with is yoni eggs. So uh, okay, yes. I, Can you tell us about yoni eggs? They look pretty, but I don't really know what yoni eggs do. I have one right here that I can show you. Uh, you know what? I think put it over here. Let me grab one for you. Okay, I'm back. So a yoni egg is a stone or it's a crystal and it's shaped and polished into the shape of an egg. 
So okay. we have different types of yoni eggs. We have amethyst, rose quartz, nephrite, black obsidian, and red jasper. Those are the stones that I personally fell in love with that I started to educate myself on because of the actual uh, natural healing uh, properties that they actually have. Each one has different properties that heal from past life traumas, that heal from rape, abortion, miscarriage, um, just so many different ailments that they actually do improve feminine wellness organically without having to go through IVF or anything like that. Nephrite yoni eggs can help you with uh, infertility issues. So and I've had several people who have actually come to me with so many different um, problems that they have been seeking doctor's help for that they cannot seem to remedy. And then they have started using my products and they have been pregnant. They have given That's birth. Awesome. They like, it's, it's actually really, um, it's all about, it's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. A whole lot of people, they think that they can just go and do one thing or do that. Um, and that's pretty much, that's, that's just medicine. That's, that's, that's how you make your life medical. When you have an ailment or you have something wrong with you and then you go and you fix that thing. Like um, if women get BV, they'll go get BV. Well, they won't go get BV. If they contract BV, they will go to their doctor and they will get a pill or a series of medications that they have to take over a period of time however yeah. if you use the yoni steam the herbs that are in there will naturally cleanse out of your uh, cleanse your um uterus and will automatically keep you fresh rejuvenated and also keep your ph balanced so if you suffer from these type of um of issues natural organic remedies can help prevent and uh treat these uh these different um, infections and diseases they if you get too far like if it's just really really bad yes you may do need to get medication for it but to, for preventative care for actual treatment and everything bv for yeast infections these are natural hold on a second treasure can you hear me yes your wife can you see me clearly the video because your wi-fi is going yes. in and out i can see you clearly because i can see you but it's like moving like in slow motion i can still hear you though so i can still use that part of the audio which is good but okay oh I look clear on my screen. Now I you're for a while. It was like the audio was going, but the video wasn't. But okay, that's fine. Most of it's going to be audio anyways. I'll use some of the clips on Instagram. So that audio was fine. But I guess if you can pick up, um, do you remember where you left off? Um, I'm talking, I'm, uh, no, I actually don't. <laughs> okay, well, we're still, sure. oh, yes. Um, you were talking about the, the package you put up with the steaming stuff. So yeah, if you can start with that. I was talking about the benefits of, uh, of Yoni steaming. Yes. Okay. If you could go with that. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So with Yoni steaming, the benefits of Yoni steaming uh, are, are extensive. Not only do they prepare your birth, uh, your body for birth, they actually soften your cervix so that it's easier for you to actually get impregnated. So whenever I have someone who is trying to uh, seek different alternatives for fertility treatments, I recommend the nephrite Yoni egg and I recommend the organic Yoni healing steam tea. The combination of the two definitely it, uh, it does something to your body you want to this is this is a lifestyle it's not just something that you go and do um, because it's not a medication this is something that's preventative it's, it's a treatment it is something that you do on a regular basis so that you don't have these issues you want to maintain your ph you don't want to have to fix it when it gets off no you're right so i have a question about um the steaming now i know they sell the it looked like a little steaming toilet i know that a lot of people use that but other than that, is that the only way you can use that? 
Not at all, not at all. I personally sell an electric steaming uh, seat, which is, I call it the deluxe Yoni steaming throne. And I call it the, the deluxe uh, steaming throne because it not only has a uh, applicator for you to sit on and steam your vagina, it also has one for you to sit and steam your face. So being as though I promote um, skincare as well because Treasure Gems is a holistic healing website, but it promotes um, organic uh, skin and feminine care. So with skincare, you know, I also have my face wash. So I wanted to make sure that I had a product that would not only uh, work with your down, but also work with your face because yeah. your, your, your skin is your first thing that you see, your crown. You want to make sure everything is together. And me personally, I believe that uh, girls with bad attitudes and they have having a bad day, their pussy stinks. I feel like they have they have some type of odor that is going on. They have an infection. They have an extra cream <laughs> discharge. Something is going on with them, which messes with their facial expressions. With which which causes pimples. Which you know, which just it's it's a whole thing. That's why first of all, I will say your skin is like amazing. Like I'm. I join your lives often. I see you on other people's platform and your face be glowing. Okay, girl. So God is glow. That's God is glow. Ultra calming, a foaming face wash. This is what I use every day. I do not put makeup on my face. Well, I do wear makeup, but on a daily basis, I do not have on makeup. And my pussy is fresh because I use my Yoni statement products and I use my Yoni eggs. So it's a it's an incorporated thing. I say, listen, when you when you when your skin looks good, your hair your hair looks good, your pussy is fresh. It's how could your energy be off? You're like right. how could how could your energy be off? And I could, you know, set some examples for people who, you know, uh, obviously have bad pussy energy because it shows on their face. <laughs> so I'll be trying to tell people, get with the bomb pussy gang and get with good pussy energy because that's what I promote. I'm, I'm, I'm promoting sexual empowerment. I want my women to know that we're not just supposed to be laying in the bed uh, you know, our pin cushions for our men. Sexual, okay. sexual exchange is, is an energy exchange that is supposed to be loving. It's supposed to be welcoming. It's supposed to make you feel good too. It's been too many times and me in my young age still, I can state how many times where I didn't climax, where I just laid right there and was like, are you serious? Are you done? You no. know, you're, you're really done. And I'm not the only one. Yeah. So that's that's how I actually incorporated um, the pussy grenade, which is the the yoni egg that I designed myself. And okay. I call it the pussy grenade because the actual lining on it is actually just like a grenade. So um, it, I just thought that I was a clever name to add it. And you just insert it just like how you would a regular yoni egg. But with the added lines, it adds to your, your, your vaginal class grips onto it. And it adds to the sensitivity because your muscles are gripping into the lines. Okay. So versus the smooth uh, gripping that it would do with a regular yoni egg, which they both uh, provide the same healing abilities and they both strengthen your pelvic floor. It's just one just adds a little bit more sensitivity and the other one continues the sensitivity. It does everything that this one does. This one just is the one that you pop in right before intercourse. Okay. And so you can have to during intercourse as well. Okay. So how long are women typically supposed to leave them in? 
Typically for beginners, I suggest using them for four to six hours a day. And when you are using them, you continue to do your Kegel exercises. Women need to know that you can't just put it in and it's not an electric device where it's going to start doing it itself. However, after two weeks consistently using, you can't use it one day and then say, oh, I'm going to use it again next week and then think that your muscle memory will be the same. This is for consistent use for after two, let's say 10, 10 days, seven to 10 days, consistent use, four to six hours a day, your muscle memory, muscle memory is very real. Your muscles in your vagina will continuously contract and they will start to mimic the muscles of your Kegel exercises when you insert your yoni egg on a daily basis. So now once your body is actually getting used to your yoni eggs, you'll be able to sleep with them in. If you sleep with it in, your muscle memory will know what it is. It will know to grip it and it will know to continue to do that. So however you um, want to use your yoni egg is, is perfectly normal. You can use it like how we're sitting down right now, having mm -hmm. a conversation. You can use it while cooking, while exercising, while at work, shopping. It is can, It can be done during any regular daily activity. Okay. All right. And then you also mentioned um, you, it could be used during sex. Now, I recently purchased, um, what are they called? Benoit balls. I guess that's similar oh, yeah. to Sony X, but they're not. So, okay. I, how can you use them with a partner? Because I'm still confused about that part. And I know you said that you can also use the Yoni eggs with a partner. So in what way, I guess, for the listeners like my ass that don't know? Okay, well, me personally, I believe the Benoit balls are a little bit bigger than the Yoni eggs. Mm -hmm. So um, I would, I would, you would definitely, I would have to do a little bit of research on the actual Benoit balls because when I did the research on them, uh, everything was pretty much pointing to metal and rubber. And I was just like, um, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't really think that, you know, the metal and the rubber are a good combination to actually be going inside of your vagina, especially like if you're someone who um, is in a, a monogamous relationship or someone who could possibly be allergic to rubber. These you know, cause extremely bad odors <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the vagina, which no one wants to have to deal with especially during intimacy so um what about the glass ones because the one that I got were glass which I feel like oh, is yoni eggs kind of glass like material it looks like it I don't have one it's not it's not glass it's actual crystal like um oh, you know okay. like it's it's the actual stone like how you can go and you 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 dig them up like an archaeologist oh, okay, okay, okay. yeah so it's raw forms of the actual crystal and they just shape them down so with the with the um benoit balls i believe they're just you know it would be solid glass they will shape them the same way as well but the shape of them is it's just round. Yeah. It's like a it's like a donut hole. It, mm -hmm. It's not the it doesn't mimic our actual wound shape. The okay. egg shape actually mimics the shape of the wound. So you know, like when you go, well, you don't know because you haven't been inside of there. But it's <laughs> more so. It's like a like a balloon. Like how when you blow up a balloon, yeah. how it goes up and then it's like this. We've seen pictures of it, so we know how our uterus is shaped. But for a Benoit ball, it would just you would need a straighter canal and it just would kind of just go straight up. There is no, there is no contouring in there. Okay. It's, it would be very uncomfortable to a woman who has a smaller vaginal shaft or okay. a shorter vaginal shaft because she doesn't have the capacity to hold it. 
Okay, understandable. So young eggs, they come in different sizes, large, medium, and small. So they can uh, fit and the shape of them easily slides into a woman. And the strings that are attached to them makes them easy to remove and insert just like a sample. Okay, yeah. So I definitely see that you ain't playing with them yoni eggs. You got all the eggs. I don't be playing. People, I will, I will talk for hours on them. And I be telling people, <laughs> I got so tired of talking that I wrote my own book. So, okay, yes. And, and I, what's the and title I, of the book? Uh, you said what? What's the title of your book? The title of the book is Healing Your Yoni with Treasure Gems. Okay, so, and, and where can they find the book? You can find the book uh, if you want it right now. You can order it on Amazon and get free delivery. Or you can order it from me. I do have copies here. And all the copies that I send out from my home, I sign them to the person who they um, are addressed to. And I write a little uh, empowering message into each one of them. So I personally would love for you to purchase the book from me so I can sign it and you'll have that uh, for a keepsake. But if not, you can definitely shop on Amazon. I uh, Most people out of the country have purchased the book on Amazon. So I'm really excited about that. It's available in uh, UK and US I mean everywhere that's awesome that's awesome all right so I also wanted to go into yoga you also teach yoga um I know you have something coming up in Miami I seen you post it recently so if you can yes. tell us what type of yoga you teach first of all I'll be watching your videos like you got upper body strength for show because I tried yoga one time and after three minutes a bitch walked out I was like my body <laughs> can't hold my weight and I know it's mine but I was like I can't do this so what kind of yoga do you teach okay well I do teach beginner friendly yoga um I have a uh, a concept that I kind of created myself not kind of I definitely created myself which is erotic yoni yoga and with the erotic yoni yoga it's more freelance uh, because it's more open for women to be more um sensual within themselves so you are able to dance and dance your way into the yoga positions, which makes it a, a more of a smoother transition for a whole lot of people. And a whole lot of people, even if you can't dance, you think you can dance. So you're more, so you're more comfortable with the concept of, oh, we're going to dance. So just for, for people like you, that's how I actually Girl. introduce that. Because it's, it's, it's way easier to introduce someone into dance. And then before they know it, they're, they're literally sliding into a downward dog. Slide. Okay goddess pose slide into uh in, in, into any position like but it's specific positions that i do cater to for pelvic floor strengthening so okay. a lot of a lot of the um exercises that i do do we have our yoni egg in so um like a masala position it's kind of hard to hold it in because your legs are open and you're kind of down like in a frog-like pose so uh these things now become mind over matter you have to, you have to train your mind to hold your yoni egg in to make sure that you can grip it with your vaginal muscles and you don't release it onto the floor which would be very embarrassing <laughs> yeah. i know i know so i mean right now we're like getting through COVID in a sense. So I know um, most people are transitioning from their um, virtual to actually doing real life events. Are you still doing both or right now you're going to start just doing real life uh, yoga sessions? Um, I miss being in class so, so much because I actually started my, I actually started the uh, Yoni yoga classes in 2018. Um, but in 2018, I didn't really do too many of them. 
because I was just moving to LA. So I was still kind of filling out my tribe, figuring out where I actually fit in. And I kind of leaned more towards creating women's empowerment events. So that I kind of transitioned from doing yoga initially to doing women's empowerment events. And then I consistently did those um, uh, all all throughout uh, 2018 and 2019. And then I kind of picked back up on my yoga sessions early uh, last year where I actually had a studio. I mean, I've always been consistently doing yoga myself and I I do yoga one-on-ones and and different things of that. But as far as actually having a structured class, I just started that back up in January of last year and I had consistent classes January, February and March until the pandemic has started. And then um, I took a a slight break, um, but I think we, I did a couple of classes like traveling uh, to different states. Um, I know I did one in DC um, in my hometown of DC in June of last year, which sold out was an extremely nice event. Um, and I just continue just to keep on doing them uh, as I can. And the one that's in Miami will be on the beach. It's actually already halfway sold out. So I believe I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that. So many people are actually taking to the form of yoga that I'm doing. And I'm surprised that I haven't gotten as much criticism as I thought I was going to get from it, from the Why? actual yogi. Um, because some people, they just, they don't like different. And they don't like different, especially when they didn't come up with it. And I have noticed. You're right. Um, you are not lying, girl. You are not yeah, lying. And, I, and I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm, I'm a content creator. Like I've always been a content creator and I've been creating content, not just for myself, for my friends for years. Like I have, that's what I do. So when I do these things, people you know, some, some other people might be interested in it and they might not like the fact that it's being done and they don't have a piece of it because I'm also starting to see a lot of tags with Yoni yoga with this person or Yoni yoga with that person when initially, and I, and I made sure that I, I got proof. Like when I create my hashtags, Girl. I put that hashtag and I will screenshot it. I'm the only hashtag on this bitch. So when all you other people, you know who started this trend. And I'm like, listen, and now I'm seeing I'm starting the trend, but I don't mind being a trendsetter as long as credit is given when it's due. <laughs> so real quick, not to be off topic, but based on what you said, it's funny you said that because I was just talking about it today with somebody in regards mm-hmm. to, um, okay, you put your plan in motion, you about to create something, you do your research, make sure nobody's doing it like you about to do it. And then you put it out there and you notice people start doing the same thing, but they don't give credit. Okay. I mean, you can't help but feel some type of way. And I know you just said you don't mind as long as they give credit, but if they don't give credit, I mean, there's nothing you can technically do, but isn't it bothersome? Like, damn, it, like- it definitely, it definitely does bother. Sometimes you just have to come with a, uh, with an adult approach about it. Um, I actually had someone who was um, using my uh, treasure gems uh, tag and uh, it kind of frustrated me because I'm the only one on my tag. So when someone comes there and now they see your products and then you have the audacity to be selling the same products as me. I know. And then I go on your page. Not only have you stole several posts that I have created myself, you never tagged me, but you're using my tag. So I messaged the lady and I said, hi, how you doing? My name is Treasure. Um, I know we don't follow each other, but I see that you're using a hashtag that I created. And that hashtag is exclusive to my brand and 
my products. And I worked very hard to create this hashtag. And when I'm hitting it, I'm seeing your products. Do you mind removing my hashtag off of your post? And she said, I apologize. I'm sorry. You know, I will go ahead on and I will remove it. I actually had someone contact me and she said, that's my picture. You're posting my picture. And I said, oh, well, someone sent it to me because it was about Yoni eggs and they know yeah. that I do this. And I even asked her, I said, well, do you want me to tag it? She got completely irate. She was this, this, and this. She went on my page and she sent me the, the, the thing for every time I had posted her picture and she demanded that it be deleted. And I said, you know what? I said, I very, I very willingly would have tagged you in the photo had I would have known that you had created the photo. Yeah. Because if you check my page, I tag everybody. I don't have a problem with sharing where I get the source from, but I do not know you, never heard of you. But I thought that the problem was is that it was her hard work. My page had advanced past hers and she felt as though I had more likes on something that she created. And I understood that what I did I deleted every picture that was hers. I hear you. I would have did the same at that point. I would have like, okay. I mean, because I get it. We all. And then I blocked about... her ass though. I blocked her ass after that. <laughs> I don't be coming on my page talking, talking smack. And I tried to be nice. I even asked. I was like, well, what's up, girl? Let's work together. Yeah. She was not having it, white girl. I was like, you know what? I said, you evil. <laughs> I said, you, you big mad. Which is funny because I mean we gonna keep it real. They definitely have a habit of stealing our shit. But you didn't steal it. You didn't know it was hers, and you were willing to give the credit. So people do get funny. But I mean, I know people create all different types of things. But when you specifically do your research to make sure no one's doing it first, and you do it, and somebody just jumps on it, it's like okay, girl, you could have switched it up a little bit, add your own yeah. twist to it, like you know. So um all right so you said you were from dc that's what, that was another question i was going to ask i, I yes, wasn't I am. Sure. okay so dc i'm actually heading there for like the third time in a couple months but um i love dc so you transitioned to la was it for business purposes um or you just wanted like a change of scenery um initially it was uh for business purposes um, i've always wanted to move back to la my mom had moved us all here when we were all kids because my mom was in acting she uh was she did a few extra uh roles and she also was an entrepreneur she had her own uh, um LLC, which was Ebony and Ebony Incorporated and Productions. So she, I'm just like my mom is what my, is what my family tells me. So, um, we, my mom moved us here. My mom passed when I was nine years old, but before she passed away, she moved us all here. So at the age of six, we moved here. Um, when I was six, I moved here with my mom and my siblings, had my seventh to eighth birthdays here. And then by the time my mom had got too sick, um, after my eighth birthday, we moved back to D.C. and my mom died uh, a month after my ninth birthday. Oh, wow. So, I'm so sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, it's, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm definitely okay now, but uh, I always had um, ambitions of being an actress. Like, that was always my thing. I would literally sing Monica was all has always been like my I love Monica and Mariah Carey like those is like my two favorite <laughs> artists of all time like I saw Monica one time and I like I went into like it was like so so crazy like nobody uh wasn't even expecting that but I used to sing all of her songs when I was a little girl and just be like because I just used to be like I'm gonna be 
famous because Monica to me I think the reason why I liked Monica so much was because she was a little girl too yeah she definitely was yeah she was a she was a little girl too and I was a little girl and I was like she has such a big voice she's so pretty she's this you know what I'm saying and I was like I could do that too so like Monica has always been like she's like the like like the the star sticker in my in my vision board for like from me being a child like and wow. a whole lot of people actually don't even know that Monica probably know now because she's probably <laughs> going to hear this but um okay so but, can you actually sing I can I can, I think that I can sing <laughs> to myself okay. but this is this is what I do I am I'm good at spoken word like okay. I can I can say some things I'm very good at rhyming I'm a good poet I'm good at all of that but um I'm a speaker like I like to talk I'm okay. not I'm not with the with the with the actual ad and the sounds I smoke too much weed so I'm not trying <laughs> hey, you I ain't trying to give up my smoking maybe that's just what it is I ain't giving up my smoking just the same nah man but, um, <laughs> no you like what you like okay so LA we okay now you in LA and that brings me to the next topic I wanted to talk about which was the reality show that you've recently done I don't know how long ago it was recorded I know I'm late because I'm catching it on WeTV but and that's the real Black China show that you recorded so I wanted to ask about reality TV was that the first show that you actually recorded not like you kind of been on a little bit but like you actually were on almost every episode was that the first one you've done no, it wasn't. Um, I was on Robin Chiney. That's what well. I was going to say. I know you were on there, but were you on like different episodes on Robin China? Because this one, I don't know if you were on way more episodes for The Real Black China. I was only on um, one episode on Robin China because um, I wasn't casted. Like I was, okay. you know, wasn't a situation where I was getting paid to be on there and I was making my own money in DC. So I didn't see the, I mean, and to be very, very, very honest, I wasn't asked like when I when I asked China about um actually coming out to be on the show she was like uh I mean I got this person that person she had created her own little team which not not around anymore either but she had you know found a found a few people you know what I'm saying who she could benefit off of for that um little bit of time and that's what she did I wasn't needed for that but when they came to DC for the episode they needed me for the DC episode mm -hmm. because I am DC, yeah. you know? So yeah. they needed me for that so they could know where to go to, what carry out to go to and different stuff like that. So I, you know, when I think back at it, okay, yes, I was used, you know what I'm saying? Even when we did the the bowling alley thing, you know, everybody When Tony came like, out and the new, uh, the new show, The Real Black China, is that what you're talking about? Um, no, even when we, when we did this, The Real Black China, this show was supposed to be on WeTV. We pitched the Real Black China to WeTV in 2018. Okay. And that's another thing people people don't be knowing. Like, uh, that's why another reason why I feel so bamboozled with this. Because when when I was pregnant with my daughter in 2017, we was you know they was all saying how important it was. Robin China, the baby shower special, how how I, they needed me and all this other stuff. So 
but now I'm pregnant. So I'm like, after I give birth, you know, we'll see what we're doing. Three months after I had my daughter, I relocated because during that summertime and everything, we were talking to um, different networks, Bynum and Murray, people were saying that, okay, we're, we're doing a, a sizzle. We completed a full sizzle to shop around. Nobody picked up the sizzle that we shopped around. Okay. So that's how that became like the first decline. On top of, to be honest, when I had just moved here, um, not saying that my rise was going to be dependent on if I did the show with China or or not, but initially that was the reason for why I had came out here. But when it did not- That's one thing you keep saying, like you did the show because you were under the impression that you were going to get your business out there and it was going to- on there and that didn't happen because i didn't other than the argument you have with china about her not posting your um your business i didn't hear about your business on so okay so then so then you see my frustration if you want to talk about specifically with that that's why i started to get kind of frustrated because i did my part i shot all of the episodes that you said that we were going to shoot and we were done filming and i had not got to promote my business or my brand yet so now i'm getting a little bit flustered and you know kind of like starting to tap my ankle like where when is it my time to shine you know what i'm saying and then uh and to be very 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 frank um you can see on the show, she talks about a whitening cream, the yeah, skin yeah, whitening yeah. cream, uh-huh. and she talks about this girl, Densia, like she is the fucking president. Is that the girl you that know? she with? Yeah, she, she did, the, the African girl. Yes, and I yes. was, uh-huh. And I was pretty much, and I'm going to be honest, I'm human. I was pissed off at the fact that her face lit up the way how it lit up. She was, oh, yes, yeah, she's such a boss. And, oh, this, this and that. Um, I, I couldn't even get any, I had did my own, I had wrote my own book by this time. Yeah. I had wrote my own fucking book. I'm creating my own business. I've done all of this on my own. I'm doing all of this on my own. Not that her permission or her, her approval, uh, was needed, but I'm just like, this is not what you told me you were going to do. Like you told me that I just want to promote my business. I don't even have to ask you for no money. You know, I didn't even want to get into that, put into, into, into the point where I had to ask, but I was told that I would be paid. I was told like, and that's what's also so, so frustrated because we were in a friendship and it wasn't um, a thing where it's like, well, how much you going to give me? Well, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. It was, I got you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. That's but why when it I, came out in that argument, it didn't sound like that. It sounded, and then she called you a bum bitch, which is unacceptable. And so, okay, one of the parts you said, I've been waiting for you to say that. Now, is it something where you were waiting for her to say at that moment or throughout the friendship, like you felt like it's something she wanted to say, but she didn't say it? Um, I just felt like that and that, and I, I was honestly, it was other things that was being said, but um, so that was also cut out. But to be honest, I was just waiting for her to say something that would give me a cue to cut her completely off. I hear you. I've been like that was that was honestly what it was that that I was really like gearing towards, because in total transparency, the only reason why I was consistently calling her was because on July 31st was the last day that I was in my spa in Burbank. Now, I have a business that I'm running and I have customers who are trying to come to see me. And China sabotaged where I was. She okay. specifically, she told me, why are you paying rent here? Because I'm paying rent at this spa. I'm in my own suite. I'm comfortable though. 
I'm comfortable. China had came there. She had got service there. She told me how beautiful it was, how much she liked it, how proud of me she was, and that she wanted this in her spa in Lash. She said she was redoing everything in Lash and that this would be good for the business. And on top of that, we're filming. So I'm like, well, it'll be easy. You know, we got one location. We could come and we can make a whole episode just, you know, here. Yeah. I'm thinking business-wise. I'm thinking towards the future. I'm thinking towards what we're building, mm-hmm. which I should have been just worried about myself. Had I would have never closed my spa in Burbank, I would have never even been calling her. Because- so you closed it off the strength that she <clears throat> said you should open up somewhere else? No, she specifically told me to come to Lash. Okay, she told me okay. that I could have the whole back area. Okay. She said, you're going to have the whole back area. I'm going to put a wall right here. This is going to be another thing for waxing. Like she, we went into Lash and she broke it down. We, we had it mapped out. Like <clears throat> she, we had it completely mapped out. And she told me, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Which is also why in total transparency, I wasn't checking for no checks. Yeah. I wasn't like, Oh, well, give me some money. I need some money. Well, I need a thousand. That's why I wasn't asking for no money because I'm looking for the long run. I'm like, my time is coming. I'm going to get my own opportunity to do this. She's not going to have to give me anything, but I should have known. Like when I did my first event, I got a sponsorship with Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova sent me some money. And when they sent me some money, she she asked how much did they give me? When I told her how much they gave me, she looked at me in pure disgust and was like, well, it better not come out of my money. And I'm like, you Why would it come out of her money? Um, Cause you know, she has a thing set up with Fashion Nova oh, where okay, you know, okay. she, gets, she gets some money. And I'm assuming that she probably thought in her head because that we were friends that they just was doing it because of her. But she initially had nothing to do with that. Amber Rose's manager had set that up for me. And okay, but even if you are getting something, why does it always have to go back to her? Does she think you incapable of flourishing without her? Like, um, it wasn't, I don't even think that, I don't even think she thought that I was incapable. She didn't want me to do it because I was flourishing without her. I was creating the events where she saw how much money I profited from my first event. She never promoted. Like if, like people said, like people, it's not just about my business. It was about anything I was trying to do. She asked me, what was I trying to do after we saw that the show wasn't going, you know, and it's expensive to live in Los Angeles. I had bought a house. I I was staying in a house that was $5,500 a month because I thought that I was going to be getting $7,500 a month from a TV show that never happened. Yeah, that's crazy. So now, yeah, within my first three, four months there, I have put myself into so much debt Mm -hmm. because, and I'm spending all of my boyfriend's money. I'm spending all of my money. Like we're, we're literally, you know, going underwater you know, like literally yeah. drowning. And China was not, you know, she wasn't like, oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? She was like, well, what do you want to do? I'm not, she specifically said, I'm not going to give you anything, but I'll promote you. I'll post it on my page. And I said, you know what? Bet that's valuable to me because that me as an entrepreneur- are following, you're going to get some traction, of course. Exactly. And then with, you know, with uh, me being an entrepreneur, I was also Eventbrite always has events. BB Judy, uh, the real BB Judy, she had a, um, she did the Judy Drops Knowledge Tour. 
she came to LA. When she came to LA, I had got tickets so that I could go. I sat in the very front row. When I sat in the front row, and mind you, this was before my businesses, um, China, you know, she was, she was telling me what she would do, but it became to me very clear that it was financial. It was the only way that I would be able to benefit. And even when I presented China with here, I have this amount of money, can you post for me? It was, no girl, you ain't gotta give me no money. But when Judy had her event and Judy was talking, she did her whole presentation with her thing. She specifically stated that she enlisted influencers, an influencer who she had reached out to was Black China, who at that time was my best friend. Yeah, that's she crazy. said that she said that she paid Black China ten thousand dollars to post her her business, to post her her drops. She said that she made three times that money in one day. Okay. So with okay. a $10,000 investment, she was able to make $30,000 in one day because of China's following. And I understand China may don't do good as far as promoting her own shit, but I've been around for years. I've watched her create brands or promote brands, not create them because the person created them themselves, mm -hmm. but she's a good promoter. She's a good face for products. But unfortunately, my products just was not good enough for her face. But it really it, it infuriated me because very shortly after we stopped being friends, she was on the face of Goddess Detox, which sells the exact same products that That's I sell. Stuff. Okay, girl, because, okay, I think the whole thing is fucked up. And I say it because I, I've experienced similar things, but it's much smaller than that. And it's not even about status for China. But the thing is, because you guys talk about it and she talks about how you were her best friend for 13 years. So what is the problem of her posting your stuff? And I'm, I'm going to keep it real. The last episode that I watched of the real black China. Okay. I'm going to ask this question first. Did something transpire prior to you getting into her house to have that conversation? Cause she was pissed off. Like she seems like she was talking to you like you was a chick off the street and she don't understand why she has to post your shit. She don't have to respond to your messages. Did we miss a part or is that how it started off the conversation? Because I'm like, um, you don't seem like two best friends for 30. She talked to you like you weren't her friend. And I didn't like that because y'all were friends. Like what transpired prior to that, that we didn't see? Um, well, as you can see on my face, I was just in as much awe as the as the audience. Um, I had absolutely no idea what was going on with her um, at the time. But like I said, and I have said several times, China, you know, she will drink or whatever. So have you maybe I was like, uh, she's lit right now. Um, I don't want to be a part of this. Um, uh, and I was aware that the production team would buy her bottles and do all of this stuff so that she could get lit so that she would be an angry boar. And that's pretty much, you know, how, um, how she would, how she would communicate with people. And it was very, very, very unfortunate for me that it, um, that it was blasted like that. Like a whole lot of people was like, oh, why am I talking about it? Why is this? Because it was presented in front of the world. Right. No one knows, no, everyone asks what happened to her other friends or what or, or what so have you, because they can't ask what happened to them because it wasn't put all over the TV. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I and I still to this day, I'm like, China, I was around for forever. If you ain't want to be my friend, sweetie, you could have said that. Like not for nothing, I wasn't really feeling her. I mean, on several occasions prior to that. And it wasn't because of, it was because, it, it was genuinely because when I moved to LA, I just started to realize it wasn't the person who I fell in love with. It wasn't no, my friend. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so maybe she did change and she grew and she told me herself that the pressure of being in LA and, oh, and, and trying to stay skinny and, and trying to do this and trying to do that. Like she has too many stigmas that I just wasn't feeling. And, I mean, um, honestly, watching the show, you seem like your real self. I don't care what other people say. I'm myself. I watch TV. I watch the show. And I never felt like you were being fake. I felt like you were on the show. You were still yourself. I don't feel like you tried to fall into the LA category. You know, even, I believe it was either the first or second episode, um, you know, when you had gotten the call about your son um, in school and everything happened, like, I, I don't know. I just seen treasure. And I don't know you personally, but I just seen treasure when I see Black China and I started off liking Black China on the show I'm like oh maybe and, and that declined because the way she talked to y'all I would have had to fight homegirl because bitch yes I, not, I, can, yeah, I was sitting there like y'all have heart because I would never be able to let people talk to me the way not only she talked to you but everybody else the hairstylist everybody especially in New York because I was like girl you got me fucked up but nonetheless it's just like um it seems like you were being your authentic self but I don't understand why she didn't want to post your stuff, but she made it seem like you were bothering her about it. And I just don't understand how, if she has the opportunity, like you said, homegirl that paid her 10,000 and made three times as much, why wouldn't she want to help you elevate? I'm, I'm not understanding that part. And I know you may not have the answers because you're not China, but when you would ask her to post your business, would she say, yeah, I'm gonna do it and not do it? Or would she just not say anything about it? Um, she would either say she's going to do it and not do it, or she would get really sarcastic and be like, post my business. And I'd be like, I already posted your business, China. If you look on my page, I actually did. But see, that's also something she would do. She would call me all the time to post her stuff. Not that I had more following than her, but she just wanted my following to see it. And mm -hmm. then afterwards, I like, you know, you would always see people say, you always post in China, she don't never post you. You always post in China, she don't never post you. And I never used to let it get to me yeah. until after the fact. And I'm like, dang, I'm like, she been setting me up consistently, like nonstop. Like I look like I'm a fan because I'm always posting her. Mm -hmm. She's not posting me. And then we'll get on the, on the, on the telephone every time, you know, uh, Rob had posted our text messages on, um, on Instagram when they had started their little thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. So right after that, um, she would always say, delete our messages, delete our messages. So I would always delete all of our messages. Yeah. So like half the shit I didn't even have, you know what I'm saying? Luckily, iCloud, I had got a new phone that had took back, you know, some, some old stuff like 2017, 2018. But like the stuff in 2019, I didn't even really have because it would be so much deleting or um, I would literally, sometimes she would go on her rants. I would just have to block her so that I wouldn't read the shit that she's saying because no, she was saying so much fucked up shit. Or so then like, she will. Can I ask what? What I guess made you hold on to I guess your friendship with? Because I, I mean, she had became family at this time. Mm -hmm. Like, and she would still be family at this time if it did not go so public. Like, and I still love her. I still wish her the best. I still love the kids and everything. But I could never fuck with her ever again because I can't trust her. And. It, it was at a point in time in my life where she was the person who I trusted with my life, you know, and I would be dead right now and I have three children. So I have to keep reiterating that into my head that she would have left me for dead. She did leave me for dead. Cause you, you know seem very, very hurt. Like at first, you, 
you were much calmer than obviously she was whatever whether or not she was under any influence of like alcohol whatever but because i know i know her i know her people don't know her so i was looking i was like is she really about to do this you know what i'm saying like so like i was like are you fucking are you really playing with me you know how like you can look at people make them look like don't you do this right now, China. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was more so like that because, like I said, it's not like we didn't ever fight or have it. We were sisters. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if she got out of line, I would check her. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, that's how I stayed around so long. That's how people say, yeah, well, how yeah. did you be around for some? Because I didn't take that shit from her. I, I was I was checking her about her shit. When she would talk shit to people, I would get on her. I was, even with her mom's situation, I was always on her mom's side. That's why I was so shocked with her. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's drugs. It has to be drugs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, something is something is wrong with the both of you now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But um, uh, it, the, 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 the short answer for that, it was just love. Like, I love her. You. Like, from, 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 from jump, uh, I've always been, you know, I'm an empathetic person and China's story was always very, you know, sad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As is mine, as yeah. is mine. But um, it was just, you know, we just, we just kind of clicked up and she was always contacting me. Like even when we first started being friends, like I had other friends, I had my kid, like I was in a relationship, but like she would like all, call, 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 call. Hey, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? And I'm like, what the fuck did this girl want? You know See, what I'm the saying? Thing but, is she made it seem, and again, this should be like throughout the years, but on that episode, again, I keep bringing it up because that was like the main focus of y'all friendship. Throughout, there would be little stuff, but it was mostly about her stylist or her going to the Wendy show and everything. But last episode that I watched was specifically focused on the argument you guys had. I think it was in her kitchen and then it let outside that she's pushing the door to kick you out. She was presenting it like you were like a bugaboo. Like, damn, like if I don't answer, she freaking popping up at my house. So I know some friends- which is a fucking lie. Listen, okay. let me ask you, let, let, that's a lie. I was called over there. I was called over there. I have never in my life popped up over China's house. Un, un, no, let me back that up. Three months after I had moved to Los Angeles when she was in her old house, not even a house that she was filming in, in this um, one, I came to her house with my, with my uh, at this time, six-month-old daughter because I moved there when she was three months. Now my daughter's about six, seven months. Um, my kids had just went to school. Mind you, I have no friends. I'm still trying to fight the baby weight. So I'm a little obese. I'm like 190. I'm not feeling my, my prettiest. Mm-hmm. My man wasn't in town. He was back over on the East Coast. I just was feeling a little gloomy that day. I drove to China's house because this is the only person I know in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And she had a late night. She was up all night, had company over. You know what I'm saying? Well, as a matter of fact, I think they were just coming in. But I think that the nanny, the nanny or maybe the housekeeper had let me in the house. And I didn't talk to China first, but because this was my best friend, I assumed that it would be okay for me to come over. You have several rooms, several space. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think that I would be bothering you. As I sat down, putting my food down, she had her company and different people there, you know, people who I didn't know. I knew some people, you know, but the fact of the matter is I look very regular. Like how I was dressed on the show is how I pretty much dress every day in my, in my mm-hmm. yoga wear uh, or of that such. And mind you, I had my daughter. Uh, China looked at me and and she was like, um, hey, uh, we used to call each other spider pig. She was like, hey, spider, um, what are you doing here? Like, why, like, why are you here? You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I say the pain in my nose, you know how you get that pain when you're about to cry, you're trying not to make yes, yourself cry. Girl, I it was like, like, 
it was like the worst feeling I had ever had in my life. And I'm like, Molly Ma was there. Like, I'm like, oh, so you just want to embarrass me. So I just started to collect my food and I walked out the door. And that was the very only and last time I had ever popped up over, over that girl's house. The next time I had came over there was when we had to go to Essence Festival and her Jamal and Freshie and them was pressing me like, please get her on the plane. So I had to come over there and I was knocking on the fucking gate to, to get her to open up the gate, but she wouldn't open up the gate, but it was my job to get her to Essence Festival. Mm-hmm. So I did what needed to be done because she was being paid, although I wasn't being paid, but it was, you know, yeah. Essence Festival needed her there. So Treasure got the job done, like how I always got the job done. 90% of the, of the, um, uh, of the events or uh, appearances if you saw me there if she's there because i was because i was there like i made like sure you guys always were on the same level about your friendships or do you think she always saw you less than although she tried to cover it up as she didn't because i i know people get into arguments but i really didn't like the way she spoke to you in that kitchen i, I was like okay <laughs> You know, to be honest, and I mean, it could be, you know, um, I'm just thinking it could be because I actually asked her for help. Um, Because actually being here in LA, um, after a while, you know, when money really started depleting and when I realized that the show wasn't going and I was trying to do my events and everything, uh, she, I mean, I asked her specifically, I was like, look, I need some help. You know what I'm saying? I came to her like a woman because she told me to, if I needed help to come to her. So I went to her and um, I assumed that, you know, we were friends and that, you know, I could come to her and talk to her about it because she could come to me and talk to me about anything. So I think ultimately that conversation is what really led her to possibly even put me in a, um, in a view that, uh, that, that I'm not equal to her. Okay, I get what you mean. So, I mean, if I could, if you could say the show and what you've experienced in Hollywood with or without China, I guess, what are uh, a couple false, false pretense that people should know, like when it comes to Hollywood, because people see the glitz and glam, but I'm sure there's like a lot of back, back end stuff that people don't know about whether it comes, whether it's about reality TV or just Hollywood in general. Um, I guess what are a couple things that you learned now that you are in the Hollywood LA area where you're like, okay, if I had known. Um, I think me personally, uh, when I came to LA, I thought that, you know, it was some real people out here, you know, and, um, when you come out here, you, you, you realize that everybody is a persona. It's all, it's all persona. Um, no one is pretty much exactly how they are perceived to be everyone is fighting a demon that they can't get get away from. And it's very few people who are able to remain solid. I was able to remain solid, maybe because I didn't take off as fast as other people, or because I already had a humble setting, could be my children, you never know, you know what I'm saying? But um, I think that a whole lot of people, for one, it's hella hard. You know, a whole lot of people thinks that, uh, oh, I'm gonna do this, or I got a shoe in or whatever, so have you. Um, never, never take, credit for anything that anybody else is doing because whatever somebody else is doing has absolutely nothing to do with you and just stay focused on yourself you come into LA and you really want to try to make it the best advice that I could give anybody who is coming here is to stay focused on yourself do not deter from from your path and do not depend on anybody 
like pay, pay your way as you go. But sometimes that doesn't even work because I've paid several people. I was, I mean, Treasures World still haven't, you know, been able to get another videographer because the videographer that I had um, wasn't able to keep up with my schedule. Wasn't money. I was paying, you know what I'm saying? The money, yeah. but also, um, it's, it's about connections and, and things that you that you uh, come across with people, because I've reached out to a lot of people who I've come in contact with, who I've tried to work with. And I'm honestly thinking that um, because maybe I met them through China or because they are still friends with China, that they're not even connecting with me. So, I mean, it's just this this world is like it's you need it. You need a ticket to get into yeah, it. And it that's like pretty it. much how it is. So if you ain't. And you can't write your own ticket. Like you can't. Someone has to pull you in. Someone does. And it's really messed up, but it's just, it's facts. Someone has to pull you in. If no one pulls you in, you will be on the outskirts. Damn, that's unfortunate, you know, but I think, you know, it seems like you are, I mean, to me, I've been watching your journey and it seems like you're making a way for yourself with or without China. And now that you guys are no longer cool, which is unfortunate for your friendship, but you are still doing your thing. And, you know, I hope you do just continue to get genuine supporters on your own without having to ask someone. For me, I don't care what people say. People can choose not to post it, but if you my fucking friend, I shouldn't even have to ask you to post my shit. I believe the same thing. Post. I don't get it. I don't get it. You should never have to ask me. I don't care if you selling rocks. I don't care if you selling freaking uh, purses, whatever. I would post because you're my friend and I want to see you grow. So I definitely hope that you get all of the love and the supporters that uh, that um you are deserved because you seem like a very, very genuine person. And um, okay, so then the last thing I wanted to um, talk about real quick, um, make it as short as possible because I know we've been talking for a little bit, was about Antigua because you went to Antigua and that's on my bucket list and it looks amazing. Was that your first time there? That was my first time in Antigua and it was amazing. So if it's on your bucket list, I definitely suggest that you go. Um, It's very relaxing. It's good for couples. So if you are going on a a romantic trip, definitely somewhere to go. Um, Antigua is a whole lot more chill as far as with Aruba. I haven't been to Aruba yet, but they're sister um, countries. And everyone says that, you know, that's more of the party scene. But uh, for authentic food, they have good uh, energy. It's, it, it was just amazing. I actually really, really, really like Antigua. And I also love the, the water, the, the, the people, the hospitality, everything is just amazing. The, even the, um, the, the, the rural areas where they have the shopping and everything, yeah. everything is just so nice. Like it everything is nice. really, really nice. It was one of the best countries I have visited. Nice, nice. I'll definitely make sure that I go there. Um, Okay, so thank you. I'm like, I just have to bring up and see how much you (laughs) liked it there. Um, All right, so if you could tell all of my listeners um, anything you have going on, um, businesses, upcoming events, everything and everything um, that you could think of, if you could just let my listeners know before we close out. Okay, well, thank you to everybody who is listening with the rosy perspective. Ms. Treasure Gems can be found absolutely every social platform, Ms. Treasure Gems. So that's M Z T R E A S U R E G E M Z. So make sure you put that Z on the end of gems. And um, you can find me on Station Head, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. 
everywhere you go, you can find me at Ms. Treasure Gems. My website is treasuregems.com. So be sure to shop with your favorite local small business owner. Um, it is Women's History Month, so I have uh, discount codes. You can use discount code GEMS, G-E-M-Z, discount code Yoni. Depending on what you purchase, you can save as much money as you want. Uh, shop more, save more. Um, I have so many different uh, business ventures that are coming up that I'm going to be releasing soon. My spa will be opening up in May. And I do um, have a Yoni Yoga class that is coming up in Miami, April 10th. So if you're in Miami, be sure to sign up. Limited seats available. Yay! Well, thank you so much, Treasure. I really appreciated you taking the time to talk to me today and answering all my little questions. But yes, I appreciate it. And I wish you the best and all the success that you deserve. And I will definitely be watching you flourish, girl. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me on. No problem. Bye. Bye.